Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. Today we have an extra special guest, Kaylee Flippin on. Shows the power of social media because we've not, actually never met in person, but I think that we first. I know because we need to meet in person. It's gonna happen. Just hasn't happened I yet. Yeah, Where, so, you originally you originally Kaylee, became friends with her. Kaylee ordered. I don't know. Kaylee either DM me and ordered or ordered and then DM me. I have no idea. But this yeah. is a year ago. I, think I know. I think ago. it's been a year. I feel like we've it's been really close to a year, if not a year. It might have been. Basically, Johnny James posted you guys, and then I just stalked your brand, and then I stalked both of you, and then I started following all three, and then I was like, I love these people. They're so cool. So, yeah. I feel like literally right when we started, like, following you, I was like, oh, she's, like, so awesome, like, on our vibe, like, all the way through and through, like, doing really cool things. So, you've been a serial entrepreneur for, I don't know how long. We'll get into that. I don't know how long. but Eight years going on nine. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. We definitely have to talk about that. And you're doing everything from like athletic clothing to online coaching. You have like a brick and mortar hair salon, correct? Yeah. And you're just an all around badass person and you're vegan, which is probably originally how you found our product, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's when, when Johnny James started going, well, he went plant-based for like a second. Well, I don't he went know. like vegetarian for seven weeks to like lower all of his like blood levels. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. These bars are awesome. I haven't found any bars that are this clean. I'm going to buy some, see what I think. Cause I just hadn't found like a good meal slash like kind of protein bar that was like the one you guys made that I enjoyed yet. So yeah. And then we're like, we're friends and you have the cutest dogs. So Andy, we're yeah, going we to <laughs> Sunny's not, Sunny's I don't know if cute's not the word for Sunny. Sunny's <laughs> <Thank> cute. <laughs> like a little challenged meatloaf. <laughs> you can have two bread loaves and we can have a meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So tell us a little bit about like your background and did you like always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur or is that something you kind of stumbled into? Because eight years, you're really young. Yeah. Which means, like, I remember you posted once, like, guess how old I'm going to be for my birthday? And I was like, well, she's had this business for this long. And Shane and I were literally trying to calculate. I'm like, there's no way. Like, and then she's been married for this long. And I'm like, yes. either she was, like, 17 when she started all of this or she's 30. Like, Yes, it was, like, one or the other. And a lot of people guessed that I was 30. Um, but so, honestly, I think a lot of my background comes from when I was really young. My mom was an entrepreneur. She owned her own computer business. So I was influenced by that. Um, and then the reason that I decided to start it so early was, you know, some family things went down and I decided that I needed to support myself and get out of the house. So I just like had that drive to work really hard to be able to be on my own. And I never wanted to work for anyone else if that makes any sense. Cause I watched my mom do it successfully and you know, that's kind of how it got started. I just started doing hair. That was the first thing I could do at a young age. And I just built that business up and then I started others and it just kind of 
you know, went crazy. So. So when did you open up your first, how old were you when you opened up your first hair salon? So actually how the hair salon is done is we own our own businesses within a salon, if that makes sense. There's six of us there that own our own business. Within it. Um, yeah. So when did I do that? I think it was six years ago that I started doing that on my own, being my own boss. It's awesome. <laughs> is it is it kind of like personal training where like you basically rent space and you bring in your own clients? Yes. Okay, that's cool. So you so like your chair is really like a booth or a suite if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. you okay. That's nice. Yeah, so you're responsible for bringing in all of your own clients and Market, things like that. Do you that. like make your own prices or do they have like base prices there? Nope, it's my own thing. You have to have your own little like business license, all that good What's stuff. That cool? So yeah, prices, bring my own product in, pay my own taxes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all, all that fun stuff. Or, or try not to pay your taxes. <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really hurts when you're when you're this far in and it's like, yep, I definitely have to pay it here. <laughs> <laughs> Cries when you write that check. Like, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brad being someone that's still employed by a company, uh, it took him a very long time to not say around tax season i'm gonna really hope we get like a, a tax return <laughs> <laughs> no it's no it's not gonna happen <laughs> never will it happen as long as you're married to me never <laughs> did you go, did you go to school for hair or was that something you just like started experimenting with when you were younger and then like got good at it by practicing it so i went to school for it i, I definitely didn't used to think of myself as an artistic person so hair didn't come naturally to me um, but I did go to hair school and I was like, okay, I could do this as a business. I'm very, I'm more business minded than I am like a free spirit artist. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more organized than your typical stylist in that kind of business. But yeah, I mean, I enjoy it. It's a really good career. So what else are you doing? You have, talk about some of your other companies that you're playing with right now. Okay. So it was Four, it was, oh, it was just like five years ago, I started online personal training. Um, I just started sharing my journey on social media, training, fitness, all that good stuff. And then I was kind of like, you know what? I'm really passionate about this. I want to start taking clients. So I took on, you know, like a few friends and I just really enjoyed helping them, you know, get stronger. And it was, it's less about, you know, losing weight and like getting skinny. And it was more just about building them up and find the same passion that I did for it. Um, so I do that now. Uh, and then we have our own apparel company, Brad and I together. Um, we do screen printing out of our house <laughs> and now we're getting into some embroidery and I'm really excited about that. That's coming out in a few weeks. You're doing embroidery at your house? No, but we're getting, we're getting items that are embroidered. Oh, nice. Like that. that beanie outside. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I actually yeah. really like that. I know. The red with the white. Looks I knew good. you would. I know. <laughs> you, I'm trying to step it up. Have you started a business and failed one? No. Not yet. You're on a good track record. No, that <laughs> I mean, is you're really on three. Good. If you're on a business three you're, and you haven't failed one, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just one of those things where I have the mindset where if I'm going to start something, I'm not going to give up. Everything that I do usually has a 10-year plan, maybe not specifically thought out in detail, but I don't start it and think I'm going to have success in a year. Instead, I think I'm going to have success in 10 years. 
I look at it as that and take daily steps to reach that goal instead of having that impatience that most 20 somethings have when they start a business, you know, I mean, dream big, but at the same time, Be really I'm, a, I'm a long day <laughs> kind of person. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, what's it like working with, so you and Brad own the apparel company together. What's yes. that like working together? Obviously, we come from a couple who works together. Don't feel bad. I'm gonna and say everybody, awful. yeah, everybody is different. We are like, we but yes. we're both so stubborn that like, we just butt heads so much. So we each keep to our own thing. We're like, okay, you're responsible for this. You're responsible for this. We're not going to cross paths because if we do, we like just end up like angry at each other because we're like, I'm right. Yeah. So. I'm curious because I'm always curious how it is with like other couples too. Like we get along on a normal relationship level, but when it comes to business, it's totally different, you know? Yeah. Well, I would say, I've heard you guys say that you're both Tauruses, right? Yes. I think that's fascinating because I'm technically a Taurus, but I have a lot of Aries in me, which means that I'm just like fiery and like ready to fight all the time. So how it works for us is... I'm very fast paced, need it now, have to have it now, ready to go, like no pause at all. I'm just like ready when I have an idea. Like I don't want to sleep. I just want to work. I want to have it, you know? Um, and Brad is very like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have to think this out. We have to perfect it. We have to just hold it and then, and then think about it and then let it set and like mold it. And I'm like, no. So that's a, <laughs> that's kind of, if that describes our business relationship at all, it's, it's great. So I like, push him to go faster and he's like he holds him back and he's like well wait a minute let's make sure this is great before we put it out um but we definitely have our tasks like let's say he does a lot of the like getting the screens ready and getting the designs ready to go and setting up the printing press you know and then I'll be over here like taking photos, taking videos, all the social media, I get it on the website, I'm that end of it. And then we're both equally a part of the creative like creating the designs and things like that I would say that I have a lot of ideas and the lists and I'm like which one do you want to do and he's like I like this one so he's drawn most of the designs that we have out oh that's sick I didn't know that yeah Yeah, he's an artist he is he is he learned Adobe Illustrator by himself the last few years when we decided to start it he was like I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I'm going to learn it. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. You're, you're insane. Cause I have, <laughs> I don't have any artistic ability when it comes to drawing or painting or any of that. So. So you have like ideas in your head. So for example, let's talk about one that you, like you recently dropped. Like how does, how does he create it? You're like, this is like the message I want to come across and he creates an we'll image talk for about it. Talk or... is cheap, Cause that one's pretty graphic. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's actually a really good one. Okay, so the talk is cheap one. I don't know if that was both of our idea. I think it's an idea that we've had for a very long time, essentially. Um, we're the best way to say it is we like extreme things. You know, we're we're pretty passionate about things we don't want to put out, just like soft little messages. So how talk is cheap happened was we've had that one in the bank for a while and you know, we always wanted the like knife through the mouth kind of weird vibe for anyone that's listening to this. It's probably like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Go to the website, uh, check it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it is a statement that, you know, we're both really passionate about. And then he just would draw it up 
and put it together, put the text with it, and it's kind of one of those things. Uh, just like the Raised by the Wolves one. That was definitely my favorite one that we put out in a really long time. Yeah, I have both one. colors. I like that one. I know that is a good one. Is there three yeah. eyes on the wolf? Hmm? Is there three eyes on the wolf? There was. There, there was. Was. <laughs> Why there not anymore? No. We had a last minute design change. So there's three eyes on the wolf um, on the sticker, but not on the shirt. I know. <laughs> I have the sticker right there. I'm looking at it. I know. <laughs> this, that's one of those things behind the business. Uh, we had three eyes on it originally, had the stickers made. You know, it takes usually like three or four weeks to get them in. And then last minute, we took the third eye off hmm. and put it on a shirt on the computer. And we were like, oh, that is so much better. Um, I think we were just a little nervous that the larger market might get weirded out by the third eye. <laughs> so we were like, you know what? This looks better. We're going to have the stickers made. So we sent them out anyways for those things. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> Awkward. So, so wait, what, why was the third eye there in the be- to begin with? It's just like an artistic spin on things just to make it different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys aren't like... Um... What's I wasn't that? even thinking about. It. I was thinking it's about, it's about being fearless. So I was like, maybe the third eye is t- like more like an instinctual, spiritual thing to conquer external physical fear. Mm. But yeah, apparently, it was nothing. So. <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah. Oh, isn't like a third eye like the Illuminati or something? Or- yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, also, it's also like a sixth sense thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's also like witchcraft. It's like. <laughs> See, that's where, like, when you're designing things like that, we overthink things to, like, are people going to be offended or think it's this or, you know, but at the end of the day, I think, for me, I'm like, no, like, let's not worry about what every little person is going to think about it. We know what it means. We'll put it out and everyone's going to find their own meaning in it. But sometimes. Yeah, we definitely live in a world where people are so freaking, like, just offended by everything that I feel like if we try to consider every single last person's possible, like we just would have nothing create, like nothing creative would come out. It would be so bland and boring. And like, cause I feel like no matter what you put out, people somehow are going to find a way that it like offends them in some way, just because maybe they either don't like you, they don't like your company, like whatever it is, people are just, or they're just those kind of people who are like, always trying to find I mean 99% of people hate me so it's cool yeah I mean and that's the thing I'm very much like I don't care but then you know like I said Brad's the person that's like well wait a minute maybe we should but I'm like screw them the people that get it and then there's gonna be people that don't get it no matter what do you think like your um, brand is connected? So your personal brand is like heavily connected to your clothing brand. So it's kind of like you can dictate um, like what does and doesn't go on it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like with, I'll, I'll keep referencing the Raised by the Wolves. That one just means so much to me because it it's kind of a, a small insight to my story. I didn't have the easiest childhood at all. And it's just one of those things where I feel like if I, you know, am attached to something, I'm going to make it, you know, I'm going to make that item. I'm going to make that shirt. You know, if I have a message that I want to share, just like strength is beautiful was an item, you know, just really (laughs) back to the days where I like had a really terrible eating disorder and like zero confidence. 
And, you know, that's been my message for so long is I think women should, you know, focus a little more on strength and less on, you know, being smaller, you know, so yeah, my personal brand is very heavily tied to iron culture. I love it. That's actually something I want to talk about because so your personal brand You've actually built up, which is wicked impressive. Wait, you- so I never followed your old page. Okay. How many, how, because, like, I remember when it got hacked, and then, like, you, I, like, met you when you first started your other page. You only had, like, two or three thousand yeah. followers. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is cool. I was, like, super comfortable talking to you, because I'm like, Ash is a nobody. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I get it. And then also, yeah, and then, then Shane and then was, like, Shane was, like, go to, the, go to her, like, story about how her page got hacked. And I was like, <laughs> that was a terrible day that was the dumbest terrible but it's like it's so dumb to worry about a following but at the same time when you have I I think it took me five years to build the first account which was 30k almost 30k well it took you eight months now you're like 60 so yeah yeah I think do a lot of people follow you over or do you think it was like you literally had to like reinvent yourself like from the ground up you know, I feel like in the beginning, I had a lot of people following me over, but I also at the same time changed how I was doing social media a little bit too. I, this sounds terrible, but I, I used to talk a lot. Like my captions used to be like so long, talked a ton about mental health and I was doing just different kinds of posts. And then I just started getting more raw, more real about things. Like if I didn't feel like posting a long caption, I didn't, I didn't force myself. I just I post long captions when I'm in it, when I'm passionate about it. And then I share more of my heavier lifting where I wasn't sharing as much heavier lifting back then. Cause I was, was like, well, I don't know. Nobody really likes that. I, and I wasn't really able to do it cause we didn't have our garage gym yet. So my, my content has changed a little bit on this page. Uh, but I had, a, I definitely had a few thousand that followed me back from my old account, but then I've just built this following of different kinds of people and then vegan friends because I wasn't vegan on my last account either um because that's a new thing for me as well so okay so you getting into your fitness that was like what was that journey like for you because you said you had an eating disorder um Mm -hmm. was like yeah can you just talk about how like you got into this journey and yeah so I think for me sadly the eating disorder was attached to the beginning of my fitness journey. I went into the gym and wanted to be smaller and started eating less and doing more cardio and just started being really hard on myself. And then eventually I was like, you know what? No, I mean, at the time I was 16 when I started doing the whole thing. So I was really young, that in mind. 16 year old self, first gym membership. I was like, yeah, 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 we're gonna start this. And then it was like, oh, I'm like, this isn't healthy. I can't do this. Like, this doesn't work at all. So um, eventually I stopped cutting calories and just started intuitively eating. And I was like, you know what? I think this is healthy eating. It just took me a minute to figure out how you should eat. And I'm still, I think that's still growing for me too, especially getting into becoming vegan and I think that's going to always change for me I'm going to just continue to grow and I'm excited about that but yeah I started pretty young and I don't know I'm excited I think that fitness will always be a part of my life and it'll continue to evolve and I love that why did you think you needed like a a smaller physique 
I think it was highly influenced by, well, it first started with my mom. She dieted all the time. She was pretty overweight. And then she would put me and my siblings on the diets as well. Mm -hmm. So if she started Jenny Craig, she put us on Jenny Craig as well. I don't know if you guys remember the curves, the curves, uh, the gym for women. She <laughs> lined us up and took us there. And, you know, every fad diet she tried, we were on it too. Hmm. So I think that was always the mindset is you have to be small or you can't be big. Even when I first started lifting, I didn't have anyone that really supported me in that. They were like, oh, don't get too big, sweetie. Don't get too big. <laughs> you know, why are you lifting weights? I mean, don't you think your arms are big enough now? Like that was a, yeah, I, yeah, it was pretty sad. That makes me sad. <laughs> also, it's so freaking hard to become big. <laughs> so hard. So I've, hard. Done been, They're like, well, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get big. I'm like, bro, it's going to take you like literally 10 years yeah, tell to even have like a little bit of muscle. So calm down. I'm like 10 years. What people always ask me, I started lifting when I was like 15 years old and same thing. Like I was 145 pounds, super tiny. And I'm like, yeah. it's taken me, it took me. It took me five years to gain 80 pounds. Wow. But I did I mean, steroids when I was a teenager. Yeah, so it was yeah. like, so like with I cheated. But so that I mean, I wouldn't consider it cheating. I consider, I would just say a lot of people in the fitness industry are on it that people. Yeah. Most yeah. people. Yeah. But, but then I went to prison and I lost all of my weight. And like, I dropped down to like 165 in a three year period. I went from 230 to 160. So five years, one from 145 to 230. And then so like 160 is like my natural-ish body weight that I've retained. And then I was able to get out. And then probably, it probably took like two. No, when I met you, not, nah, yeah. Muscle, muscle is incredible. Because yeah, when I met, I got out of prison. I met Holly six months later. I was already 215. Wow. And then like lost all your weight. Yeah. And then like, yeah. And then like, <laughs> I saw I ran a business in California. And literally I'd like, I'd like miss for the first time ever in my life, I'd miss like weeks on weeks on weeks. And I went, I was like dropped. I went home for Christmas in 2015, 180. Yeah. Everyone was like, what's wrong, like, what's wrong <laughs> with like, Shane? Is he okay? Like he looks sickly. But, anyway, but it's, like it's really so. hard to initially gain a ton of weight. Yeah. And business, business ownership will do that to you though. I mean, any, any kind of business, if you're starting it, oh my gosh, it will just destroy you. Yeah. When people are like, it's going to take this. I'm like hundred X, whatever you're thinking, hundred X, everything, time, effort, yeah. demand, sacrifice, money. How do you prioritize yeah. that? Like, cause you are running so many businesses, which I'm assuming you probably literally have like no, t like people say they have no time, but you probably really have no I time. See, I see pizza. So pizza. I see daytime. Oh yeah. Which True. is probably you also a good factor make, in yeah. like for your relationship. But anyway, sorry. Sorry. Back to Holly's question. <laughs> no, uh, uh, we, we try. Um, I would say our first two years of owning iron culture, which we just hit our two-year mark, nearly destroyed us as humans, but it's okay. This The last few months, we've been trying really hard to, you know, make sure that we're spending time with each other and, like, going out to eat. And we've always done Pizza Friday where even if we are working, we order it in and we have it, whether we're, like, printing shirts and eating pizza and, like, <laughs> oh, the dogs, like, no matter sure what. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, little pizza fingers. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, but we've, we've tried really hard to make our relationship a priority throughout. It. I mean, we're best friends and we love working together. So working together doesn't always feel like work. I'm using air quotes for the podcast <laughs> listeners <laughs> per se. Um, but 
sometimes it was hard. The, the first little bit was really hard. We worked nonstop. I mean, when I say seven days a week, we'd go to our jobs where we had to be with people all day. And then we come and work till two, three, four in the morning. And then our heads hit the pillow, you know, but you guys know what that's like. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's hard sometimes. But how do you put yourself first? Cause you still work out. Like, has that just always been a priority for you? Like, and, and eating, like, do you meal prep? So the past few years, I have used meal prep services on and off. I have, where majority of it is meal prep services. And then sometimes I just like decide, you know what? No, I want to share more of my recipes with my followers. So then I cut it off and then I share some recipes and then I'm like, you know what? This is so hard. <laughs> I need, I need help. So honestly, uh, because we still have our, we call them day jobs. I've run my hair business for so long. I am fortunate to where I still can't afford a meal prep service. And that helps me tons. And then as, as far as my training and how I make time for that, I don't train as much as I used to when I was younger, but I also know that I don't need to train seven days a week. Some do, but I know that I can't and run my business. My businesses are more important, but also my message is fitness. <laughs> I usually, <laughs> there are times where I realize I have to put that on the back burner and the business comes first and I make that happen. But then the, for the most part, I make training happen four to five days a week, no matter what. That's my staple. But then there are like release weeks or let's say we're about to print for a gym. Uh, we have to have their hour shirts ready in just a few weeks for their powerlifting meet. So there will probably be a week there where training is hard to fit in, but I'm going to make it happen. And how we made that happen was we put a gym in our house, just like no excuses. When it started, we couldn't make it to the gym because our gym was open at 7 a.m. and closed at 10. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, our jobs start at 7 a.m. and we're working three or four in the morning. What do we do? How do we make this happen? Unfortunately, we had tons of points uh, from our Amex credit card and we purchased most of our gym stuff with points. Oh, that's actually yeah. really awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I know that stuff is expensive. So we almost had a lot of points on. <laughs> well, you know, the trick is to purchase everything on your credit card and pay it off every single month. Not everyone can do that. It has like the the ability to the self-control, I should say, but we do that for the most part. We purchase everything on the card, pay it off every month, and then you get tons of points by doing that. So that's how we actually purchase most of our gym equipment. Yeah, I'm sure you know Andy Priscilla, but he he talks about the same thing. He buys everything on a credit card and gets cash back and funded his entire marketing team for one year off his cash back. What? Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. he was like all you idiots with your black cards. I'm over here. It was just funny. It was like, it was yeah, like you know, uh, there's another entrepreneur, Max Tuning. He does that. He talks a lot about use a credit card, use your bank, save money. You like just spend your money wisely, but definitely use credit cards and get points. Like what's a debit card. I haven't, I haven't used my debit card in forever. I hate that thing. <laughs> but like you just have to have it because your bank forces you to have it. Yes. I'm just like, well, I don't want this. Like we, we put everything on credit cards and then just make sure we pay it off. Don't go over the budget, um, make that happen. But yeah, that's. Do you guys set a budget for yourselves? Like every month of like, this is how much we can spend or how much, you know, how do you like make sure that you're not going over budget? 
Yeah, for the most part, we make ourselves a budget and just make sure that we stick to it. I mean, I'm sure there are some months where we make bigger purchases, like for when we, when we invest in apparel sometimes, but that's on the business credit card. Uh, but we also try to pay that off every month too. So sometimes it goes over and then we just make sure we're smarter and just pay it off. So, yeah. okay. You were talking about your Instagram account. So I want to go back to that. Like as an influencer, what what's like your most important message that you hope to get across that like people following you are receiving? I would say I, I'm flex. I have a lot of interests. So I like to share a few things, but I would say my biggest message is work. Like I just want people to quit being afraid of working hard. Like I just made a post about this not too long ago. It's just like, some of my biggest questions are, well, how do you own businesses and how are you successful at it? And like, honestly, work, you know, just put in the work. And then also the strength is beautiful thing. Like being a woman and lifting heavy weights and not worrying about, I know that aesthetics is important to a lot of people. And I think that is probably honestly a part of uh, how I built my following is some of the aesthetic side. (laughs) Um, like but anyone who doesn't know Kaylee's extremely good looking (laughs) if you're not if you're wondering what she looks like go look at her page and you'll understand (laughs) Um, but at the at the same time I don't like I like to share to not be so hung up on it because it is letting go of worrying about the aesthetics is what helped me build up the confidence and the strength and the physique that I have now that I love so much that I've come to enjoy most days and I only have a few you know bad body image days occasionally here and there just like every human but I think those are my biggest messages is just not being afraid to work hard and quit worrying about the mirror so much (laughs) (laughs) even though we're all in it all the time (laughs) what's what's like one or two pieces of advice you would give someone trying to build their own personal brand I think be yourself. Uh, that is the the most like boring blanket statement. But if you start social media and you're not yourself, you're writing fake, you know, captions. And I mean, there is some fakeness to social media. Obviously, like the photos are posed, and sure, you're gonna brush your hair before you take that picture. You know, there's always that. But if you start out completely fake and forcing it, you're going to end up hating it. And you're going to end up, you know, probably quitting or having a like complete meltdown at the end of it or in the middle and being like, oh, I, I, this is the real me. Just kidding. Like, I, <laughs> I see it happen time and time again. Uh, they're like, I don't know if I should name drop, but there was a social media influencer this year that straight up just is like, I'm having an identity crisis right now. And she, her following is huge. And she's so sweet. I've met her in person. But she was like, I just feel like I have to put on this front of who I am. And I was like, you know what? No, that's not going to be me. I mean, I'm not going to get on social media and cry when I'm having like a bad day. I'm not going to sit there and have a pity party. But at the same time, you know, I want to be real. So if I have an interest in one thing and I'm going to share it, just like the veganism thing is very new to me. And for a little bit there, I was scared to share it. But I was like, you know what? No, that's what I'm doing in my life. I'm going to share that. And I think people, when you're first starting, don't be afraid to share some different things about you. You know, don't just be one thing. 
I think. Do you think that's where people like often will end up having like that, not midlife crisis, but like, say if you like only shared fitness and then suddenly you're like, you know, now I'm really passionate about my business. My fitness is kind of falling off. If you had never shared like both sides of that, then people would be like, what is she doing? Like, like, yeah. I mean, I know that people preach so much about you being a brand and you sharing one thing and you sticking to your niche. But at the same time, I feel like when I have been more authentic, I, you know, have people from that ask me questions and like are interested in all different things that I do. I have people that follow me just for my photography. I have people that follow me just for the dogs, just for the business. <laughs> no, I, the dogs. It's, yeah, like it's, I get so many comments, where are the dogs? I'm like, they're coming, they're coming, I promise. No, but I... I like that people are following me as a person. I like to think that I am not just a brand. I am a human. And I like that I've been able to share the whole picture for the most part, if that makes sense. If you get too hung up on one thing and being this thing, I don't know. I think people like don't relate to you as much. Yeah, definitely. They don't want you to be like a robot of like, this is all you are. And you're like, I'm so much more as a person. (laughs) You guys may agree. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I feel like I share. I feel like I have like three things that I always share about. You too. You're mostly like. I'm mostly work. Yeah. I live work Work hard. And then all your pictures are fitness. Yeah. (laughs) Fitness is like my foundation, but my one true message is that you can do anything you want in life by working. Yeah. That's like the only message I ever really portray. I mean, that's what I connect with you on the most. Like our extremism and how willing we are to work. Like, what was your first moment like or you've definitely had a moment like this where like someone recognized you from social media in real life yeah in real life where they're like Kaylee and you're like (laughs) (laughs) um honestly situations that stand out the most to me is when I'm at fitness conventions like we'll say the Arnold Uh, When people were actually coming up to me and wanted to take photos of me, I was like, holy shit. Like, I wasn't expecting it at all. It was so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I would say weird because I was there, you know, to represent Robin Dana. Like, I was, that's what I was there for. I was business. I'm pretty good at, you know, going into that business mindset and I'm there. Um, But, you know, they were there and they, like, wanted to take photos of me, wanted to see how I was doing. I was just so excited that people actually knew who I was, that it was cool. And then locally is really funny because I'll have people that DM me later and are, they're like, I saw you uh, here. And I just <laughs> didn't even like, hi. Like, they're like too afraid yeah. to reject them. Yeah, I'm just like, say hi. They're like, oh, I didn't want to bother you. Or I have people that come in the salon and they're with a different stylist. And they're like, oh, I know her. And then, then they'll leave and the, the, my coworker will be like, yeah, she knows you from Instagram. And I'm like, say hi. <laughs> like... It's it's interesting, but it's cool. So people are like more intimidated by you in person. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm terrifying apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, she looks scary. <laughs> See, like when I know you and I like you and we're having a conversation, I'm all smiles, but I can also be pretty stone face in person a lot if I don't know. If, don't if know you're people. walking around. You got a resting face. <laughs> you guys have seen it. Yeah, there's plenty of RPF. Like, it's strong. Yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. People are pretty scared of me. Yeah, I'm actually scared of in person. <laughs> so, it's okay. No. Because it's like, 
I get it. I get a lot of that from people that are like, oh my gosh, you're like, yeah, you're, you, you, you are intimidating until you talk. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to say something else about that and I totally just lost my train of thought. About what, being famous? Yeah, no, just about like the whole, like the whole like realm of <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a funny new thing that I feel like is just like, you know, in today's day and age and um, just the way that people like respond to influencers. I think like, like you were saying, like people are oftentimes like kind of like, oh, like, I don't know if I should go up, but it's like, you're, you're right here saying like, I'm just a normal person. Like, I just like my dogs and my food and like. <laughs> yeah, so normal. I personally yeah. love it. I love, it makes me so hyped when it happens. Yes. Like when, it's like, so when, when like randos come up and they're like, Shane. And I'm like, at first I'm like, holy, am I supposed to know you? <laughs> But then they're like, I follow you on Instagram. Let me get a selfie. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. It's just, it's a cool way to just make that connection more solid yeah. because, you know, I do try to engage and answer as many messages as I can and comments and things like that. So when I do meet someone for, every, and let's, for everyone listening, Kaylee leaves me on red. So if don't <laughs> a person, I'm working on friends. <laughs> on red? On red. On red. On red. That means like you see a message and you don't respond oh, oh. to it. <laughs> I'm the worst. No, me too. I actually hate I hate replying to things when it's not important. Like so like I prioritize everything. So if like if I'm doing bars, I'll open a message and I'll just go back to bars and then three weeks go by and someone's like, You ignore me and they get so mad and I'm like, I'm just busy, it's okay. Oh god. Like, message me again, maybe I'll see it again. It's all right. Like, oh crap, about your last message. Message me again. I'll be like, oh, I realize I never responded from this. My best friend, Mark, I'll probably say it's like my best friend from my old life. And like he'll message me like literally two months go by. And I'm like, oh, oh hey bro, I just saw this again. <laughs> well, you know, I'm pretty bad about that because the the hair clientele, they text me to make appointments. And so that's pretty bad. I will have like 60 text messages at any oh point. You, no, no. you don't use an app? You don't use like a scheduling app? Well, I do, but they can't schedule themselves because they don't know what they're going to want, you know? Um, so like right now, I have 39 text messages. What in the world? <laughs> that's so stressful. That gives me anxiety. So I'm not, yeah. When I, so I have that and then I have Instagram and then I have my coaching app and then emails and mm, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, that is a lot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you feel like people, I do you feel like people actually get, like, butthurt where, like, they'll be trying to be, like, you know, engage with you or something, and, like, you may not see their comment or something like that, and then they, like, say something rude back to you, like, oh, like, you obviously don't care or something like that. Do you, does that happen right. to you? I've been pretty fortunate to where pretty much everyone is so nice. I mean, you know, there are, of course, your your chubby comments but for the most part anyone that's trying to engage with me is like oh I totally understand if, if you know you miss my message I just whenever you have a minute just get back to me like everyone is so sweet I've had such a good experience on social media for the most part I think that's so. because you attract like very much what you radiate wait I, just I have to touch on chubby like people are calling you chubby like I'm so confused dude yeah, like call. that's like like people are saying you're chubby. Like, what do they look like? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's. I mean, people will just come out of the woodworks and say the most random crap, and then for like thirty seconds, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're like, you know what? No, no, not today. We're moving on. You know, just put it on the back burner. But it's it's crazy. Oh my god, head it back and be like, because I love pizza, bro. <laughs> what do they look like literally because you're like you're very like you're athletic but you're thin like definitely. i mean it's five crazy. six 136 is like you're not like your frame's still small yeah yeah i think that's yeah. your body weight ish yeah it is actually <laughs> like did she write that somewhere <laughs> like he already knows my stats. Like, body I have, I may or may not have post notifications on for you, and I read everything. Oh, love it, love it. Same for you guys, though. <laughs> no, people ask me all the time, "How tall are you? How much do you weigh?" I mean, that's a common thing. That's pretty common. What are the most common questions you get? Top five questions you get. Top five. Um, do you only eat salad? If you're <laughs> still with the salad, uh, like God. It always, it always amazes me because I'm like super scary, so people don't troll me. But I'm always amazed when like vegans get trolled. It's wild. No, I think I, I actually think they're genuine about it though. Sometimes I think it's you, just because you, really you know can't. I go look at their profile and they look look like they're like genuinely like really is that all you eat? Like what do you eat? Like, they're just so fascinating. All I gotta do is watch your story. You post food all the time. <laughs> I try. I try so hard. Like that's been a point that I've been trying to make the past few months. Like to just this is what I'm eating. It's not <laughs> <Sounds bad. laughs> Um, so that's that's one of my biggest questions. And then it's it's usually business stuff, which always surprises me because I, I feel like I fail at sharing the businesses that I run sometimes, but then there are people that they they really do watch and they really do listen. Um and they always want to know, how do you start a business? How do you keep it going? Where do, where do you even begin? I get that question a lot. And then just, you know, there's form questions. Or how, how did you get your deadlift to this number? And I don't even think I'm that impressive. But <laughs> <laughs> then it's it's a lot of deadlifting questions. And That's because you yeah. always post deadlifting. You know, I know. Is that yeah. your favorite? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what's, what's your answer to how do you start? Like, where do you start when you start a business? Like, how do you respond to that? Usually my response is, if you know what you want to do, do something about it. Do you think most people say they don't know? Yes. Yeah. So then you don't want to start a business. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want to start a business. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like you want to be your own boss because you're just lazy. That conversation was going to lead. I'm like, ugh. See, these people fantasize entrepreneurship they think it's going to be this amazing thing you're going to have all this free time it's going to be so great you're your own boss but no no you have to know exactly what you want and you have to go at it with so much like faith and fury and tenacity like you have to go after it so if you don't know what you want to do then you're not ready but the minute you figure it out if you well the first thing is well I don't know how to do that well we have the internet look it up Brad and I didn't know how to screen print we didn't know how to design Brad had very little experience in drawing anything. I didn't, I'd never really picked up a camera before. And I learned um, Lightroom. I learned how to edit. I learned how to build a website, everything within like three months. And then we just started. How do you learn? Do you just like <clears throat> go online and dabble into things or? Yep. We were like, well, how do you get a business license? Googled it, got one. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the first thing we did was got a business license. Once we figured out, or once our name happened, we're like Iron Culture. Okay, is it available? Great business license. We didn't even have our first design done yet, but we had our license, and that was like, okay. This is our first commitment. Most of the time, it's like spending that first money, the first dollar that you spend. It's like okay, I've committed to something, and then you start investing more and more into it. But the more you just sit around and think about it, once we had the name, man, we were rolling. <laughs> momentum. I'm a big, yeah. I'm a big preacher of momentum. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's the problem though? Is that people don't necessarily know like the depths of your life? That like you're up at six a.m. going to like working out, going to your other job, coming back, doing like these other jobs, and it's like they just see like, oh look, Kaylee's like always working out, and like she looks like she has like an easy life, and like she has these businesses, so like her life, like I want that. I just want to be able to work out all the time because like yeah. maybe that's what all they think that you do because obviously it's not like you're gonna be like I'm doing hair right now and now I'm up at 6 a.m doing this <laughs> yeah yeah I know that isn't fascinating at all and sometimes I'm just not in the mood to pick up the camera because that's basically what my phone is now it's a camera that I talk to <laughs> <laughs> and be like good morning guys I am training right now and then I'm gonna go walk the dogs and I'm gonna go to the salon and I have all these messages I have to answer like I know it's not as fascinating so I try to they're trying to share real things, but also I know that that side of things is kind of boring for people. There was a cool thing you were doing. I think it was for like the week or two, three weeks before Black Friday, where like you posted your schedule every day. Yes, cool. I love doing that. That was neat that actually what, Yeah, that, that was, was cool. actually really cool. Like, that was a very like good spark people's minds. Yeah, yeah, of like, oh, literally these are all the things you're doing from like the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. I love doing that so much, but part of me was kind of like, is it humble bragging? But also I feel like it shows how I like to schedule my time because scheduling is very important to me. Like if I don't have things written down, like pretty much by the minute, then it's not going to get done. So lists are like my favorite thing in the whole entire world. So sometimes when I just put that forth into the universe and just like show you guys what's happening, then I will look at it and reference it and be like, got it done. This is done. This is done. And I love that so much. I didn't know if people were benefiting from it and liked it or. I feel like you know. as far as like, well, also because we're business owners. So like, that was probably cool to us. Yeah. I, being enjoy, like, I personally oh, yeah, like, look what she's doing. Yeah. For all the, all the aspiring business owners, they should have enjoyed it too. Yeah. Like, I love doing it. I need to get back on it. It's so fun. Don't mind awkward time. <laughs> it's our thing. <laughs> Whenever we have like something like, like written down and like scheduled, we're like, uh, where are we going next? There's like, what's the next topic? I'm like reading my like list. Okay, I touched on that. I touched on that. And like, I'm the king of awkward silence. I just do it because I think it's funny. Yeah, Shane will literally yeah. just like when, I, when there's people I don't want to talk to on the phone, I'll let them call me. I'll pick up hello and I'll let them talk. And then they'll like Holly will be in the car sometimes with me, and then I don't I'll have say to respond. Anything. Hello, oh yeah, we're no, still- I won't say anything. They're like, are you still there? I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I do that a lot because I hate being on the phone. Like I love FaceTime. If somebody will FaceTime me, I'm like, hey, what's up? I can be doing my things. Like you see, that's great. I'm a big like apparently I'm a big camera person. I like to talk face to face. But if you call me, I'm just like <laughs> Why are you calling me? Why are you calling me? I hate this. I hate this. My clients, I don't even answer the phone for them. They have to text me and they know. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> also, yeah, being on the phone, like it it takes too much time. At least FaceTime, you can be like, prop your phone there and be like doing other stuff, like cooking dinner like while I'm talking to you. Like Not only that, it's a trap because then they could just like do a little ramble rant and then you're stuck. 
<laughs> on the yeah, phone, so. stuck. Like, but if you see my facial expression, and I'm just like this. Nice. Now you I'm know, I don't want to hear. <laughs> yes. Uh. Okay, the last thing I definitely want to touch on is is like veganism. How did you? When did you start? How did it get started? What's yeah? Like what? Where was the what where was the passion behind line? it? What is it like okay. with Brad was not being vegan? Let's oh, go. Are the Hit corgis it. vegan? <laughs> Ooh, I want to ask you guys about that, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. I've been ready. I'm ready for this moment. So <laughs> everyone who can't see her, she's hyped. I'm so excited because this is like my newest thing and it's so fun and I'm so excited. But um, I've heard you guys' story and it's kind of similar to mine, kind of in some ways. It's so basically, opposite stories. I had been dabbling in trying meat alternatives for a year. And just because I went so bro, which means I was doing chicken, rice, ground beef, plain, no sauces. And honestly, it started to make me nauseous. And I was trying to figure out those feelings. I was like, why is this literally making me gag? Could have been sick of it. So I started trying meat alternatives, you know, kind of like the typical person would do. And I was like, okay, this is good. I actually like these a lot better. And then um, I went to Olympia last year, and when I got home, I got violently ill, like real, real sick, um, and had to go to the hospital. Oh, um, I don't know how graphic I should get, but my stomach was like pretty distended. Some blood was happening, it wasn't good. And they said, you can go and get all these tests ran or you could change your diet. And I was like, well, how serious of the diet change do I need to make? And they were just like, we don't know. We can't really tell you. You need to go to a specialist. So I, when I came home, I looked at Brad and I said, I'm going to quit meat and dairy. Like I'm done. Um, and I had had friends that had gone vegan and I'd been interested and just been kind of like starting to educate myself on the industry and started getting really like, huh, I don't think I... I don't think I want to do this anymore. I don't think I like it. So it started like the, the snap moment for me was I got really, really sick and I wanted to feel better. But then as this past, I would say this past year, I haven't had any meat and dairy, but like as that year before I was getting more and more into it and educating myself. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to support this at all. The food industry sucks. Like if I couldn't kill an animal with my bare hands and feed myself with it every day I don't deserve to eat it like I I don't want to it's not for me I think you know we've evolved so far into it and then you know I started seeing more and more benefits like I didn't realize that I was bloated all the time I didn't realize that my skin was constantly breaking out because of the dairy I didn't realize that I was just I was inflamed at all times I have photos of like my stomach just being hugely descended all the time. And I, I couldn't really figure out what it was. And then quitting meat and dairy, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, this is it. This is amazing. I don't need any of this. I don't need any. And when I was like having animal products before, just like a few here and there, it still wasn't, it wasn't enough. I had to quit all of them. But yeah, so. So Brad's not vegan. What's that he like? Is not. <laughs> He's not, um, but he is very, very supportive of me, and you know, <laughs> he agrees with a lot of the things that I agree with. 
about the food industry. He doesn't like it, but he's not there yet. But he may be one day. <laughs> Do you like so the meals that you eat at home are they vegan does he eat your vegan meals or does like he cook his own thing you cook your thing when I cook at home he will eat my vegan meals with me he eats tons of vegan meals actually uh we used to use a meal prep service that was vegan he ate that every single time we had meals came in um in fact he used to buy his own lunches at work and they were all vegan but when we would go out to eat he would get a burger and I would get a vegan meal and <laughs> a veggie burger. Kind of, he was like tiptoeing into it and then now I use trifecta the one that Rob uses and Brad uses a different one so it's it's an interesting dynamic because people think that we we actually fight over it and it is something that I am very passionate about but I also know that my marriage is very important and the fact that he is making small steps and you know, is still very supportive. I'll take that for now. But I think that he's, he's growing into it. Well, you like show him videos and stuff. You're like, look at what happened to these pigs. <laughs> or is he like, don't even show me. I don't do want to know. Do you watch that stuff? Like how, like. I've seen her post like a tiny picture once before. I lost like 40 followers the minute I posted that. It was great. <laughs> I was like, what is this? And I'm like, no, this makes me so sad. No, no. I like shrunk it down so <laughs> tiny because I was like, oh, this is why. This is it. But you know, I never actually watched any of that until a few months ago. I could, I didn't need it to feel... Yeah. Like I, like it didn't need to be a reminder for me. I didn't need to see that. But when I do see stuff like that, I'm just like, yep, mm-hmm, that's the hard reality. But people ask me all the time, right. have you seen this documentary and this documentary? And I'm like, I can't watch it, which is even more proof that I don't want to vote for it with my money. I don't want to put my money on it. Yeah, the, the documentaries are wicked sad. Like, <laughs> I don't watch them. I know, and I'm sometimes like, I'll literally like, like it's not that I need to watch it either. Like I'm already conscious enough. And like, I came from the same place you came. Like if I can't kill this animal myself, like there, I do not deserve to eat it. So, but like when I do see them, I'm like, <gasps> like sometimes I'll just, yeah. I don't know why I even torture myself doing it, but I'll like watch them and I can't even watch them all the way through. Cause I'm like, no, yeah. no, like. People will tag me in some sometimes. And I'm like, please don't like, <laughs> I'm a I'm I'm Yeah. Like, Tag your meat-eating friend because I, I already know that stuff is awful. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's so sad. Are the are the corgis vegan? So they are not because I don't – I haven't educated myself on it, and that's an excuse. But that's a very touchy subject with the vegan community I know, that even owning an animal is against the rules. So I actually don't typically flash the word vegan on Instagram. I use the word plant-based because I own a dog or two. <laughs> but I don't really know how that works, but you guys might know how that works. I mean, I, I make my own rules, so. Also, I think yeah. there are very, like, I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but, like, I still eat honey. And okay. I do not. And, like, I I, so if it's on something, I'll eat it. Like, if it's, like, on, like, uh, a bowl or something, I'm like, okay whatever I'm not gonna make a big deal about it but like or if it's like in tea or something I'm like okay fine but that's like a thing in the vegan community too so I think like everybody like and we have Sunny and we I have mean, a cat too yeah, and like, but I, I think, mean like uh, I was I'm against that having 
Yeah. I'm, I think animals are slaves. Yeah. So, like, when you have a pet, not animals, I think pets are slaves. Like, that's always, yeah. that's always been, like, my thought. Even before I was vegan, that's yeah. how I feel. I feel like it's, it's not their choice. We force them to do it, and it's awful. Yeah. However, if you do have them, they should be a part of your family. But also, because of our society, we bred all of these house animals to be reliant on humans. Like, Sonny can yeah. never so he's Sonny's actually a scientific Human, yeah. dog he's a man created <laughs> to his breed be just man. Like, he could never live in the wild. Yeah, I mean, we talk about that. Like, could you imagine a corgi in the wild? Like, that thought is... They would never... Yeah. Like, are, could never are they, like... Are, are they a, a man-made breed? That I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, because I'm like... <laughs> I feel like I can't they think must of... Be. They I can't be. think of any wild animal that's, like, short and stuffy and, like... They definitely seem like something, some kind of mixture. But at the same time, yeah, I, I'm not sure how to go about that. It's such a, but we had them before I educated myself. I mean, they're your family, so that's okay. We meant, are there, are there, is there animal feed vegan? No, no, because I, I don't even know how to go about that, honestly. Again, haven't educated myself. That is an excuse. Yeah, no, that was something we just... I've been talking yeah, about we, it for so long. Yeah, like, we, we, just, get, we just transitioned. Yeah, sunny. like, we got to get Sunny yeah. Vegan. We yeah. got to get Sunny Vegan. And I would always look up, like, um, pep, like the, like, vegan food brands and, like, read, like, reviews on them and stuff. But the one that we just got for him is, like, the one that has the best reviews. And even when I just posted yesterday, or, yeah, I think that was yesterday, I had, like, three people reach out to me and be like, my dog's on that. Like, they love really? it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, good. Like, Picked a good one. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, though, like, because dogs are omnivores, um, yeah. they, they survive a lot, especially in, like, droughts or winter seasons on just roots. Like, they don't yeah. need to eat meat often. So they don't need it to survive. It's, like, a special thing. Right. Certain, certain breeds yeah, like of dogs wolf, do. Like so my sister has like a husky, thing. and her dog cannot be vegan. Like, like they cold, are... Cold climate dogs that are from, like, the super north, or, or yeah. they would survive on meat. Mm-hmm. I do feel like corgis could survive on a vegan diet, though, because they're just, like, little... Yeah, I bet they totally... I mean, and they're in a house, too. You know, it's one of those things. But, yeah, I, like, I had reached out to Rob last year and asked him about about it. Like, what are you doing with your dogs? Reached out to a few other people. And everyone that I had talked to, they were like, no, we haven't even gone that far yet. We're just scared. I mean, and then it's I definitely, like... like the, I'll say, Rob, Rob himself is kind of like, I'm just vegan because I want to be vegan. Like, he doesn't... I don't really think he pushes it or like presses it or even cares if anyone else does it. Or like the the ethical side. Of- it's more of the title for sure. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's not about the title. Like, I don't need the lifestyle. Yeah, I don't need to flash it, but I do it because it makes me feel good. I think like also, I feel like the difference between like plant based and vegan is like plant based is like okay, I only eat this way. But I think vegan is like an all encompassing like lifestyle. Like I choose not to buy leather, you know. Like I choose to like. Yeah. It's a belief system. Yeah, like all these different things where it's like, and and like plant based is like I don't I don't care. I'm still gonna buy like this leather couch and do this and do that and like. Well, that's why I don't eat honey because I'm vegan. <laughs> I don't don't eat it all the time I just do eat it sometimes I had one of those moments before I even decided to make the switch that I was like I'm done buying leather and I bought my first backpack from this cute little company called Nat and Matt and they were it like looks like leather but it's like a lot of it is fabric but the straps are like faux leather and things like that and yeah that was a pretty cool moment would you call yourself vegan now Hmm? Are you? Would you call yourself vegan now? 
I would, but I don't flash on social media because of the dogs. Right, but I just meant like, well, that's a terrible thing. Or you do you think... You shouldn't flash on social media if you don't want to. However, that's like me. I have leather boots upstairs. That's like me throwing out my leather boots because I bought them before I was vegan. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Just... <laughs> throw your dogs Just like, outside. yeah, bring them to an orphanage. <laughs> like, see you, dogs. <laughs> you're, yeah. my, you're my children, but you got to go. <laughs> yeah. I think... I mean, I, hate. Yeah, I definitely do consider myself vegan, but I just... There's so much that people are like, well, this isn't good enough and this isn't good enough. So I think I'm nervous about the title, yeah. if that makes sense. Maybe that's just, I don't need that validation of a title, but I, I do live that lifestyle. Cool. Yeah. I also think people are like, because you have such like a diverse following, I think like the word vegan, people get really weird about. They're like... Like, I think if you say plant-based, they're like, okay, she eats plants. But, like, if you're like, I'm vegan, they're like, not fuck her. I'm unfollowing her. Like, that, she yeah. automatically hates me because I eat me. Like, because people I get, I get suddenly think, like, yeah. Oh, I feel like the minute someone, like, calls me vegan, then I get comments of, well, you own dogs. And what is that? That lifting belt that you're using, that's not vegan. And I wouldn't be like, I don't know. I think it's weird that people choose to just hate on very small, specific things. Are they other vegans or are they just non-vegans? That I don't know. I feel like a, there are a few that are and there are a few that aren't. They're, some people are just trolling. And then some are genuinely like, hey, this isn't vegan. I'm like, I know. Oh, I bought it. I'd be like, hey, life's about perception. <laughs> Live in your own lane. Yeah. But also, like, yeah. I bought it before I was vegan. And even if I bought it now, like... You don't have okay, to validate yourself Okay, for example, we actually Period. bought a leather couch that we didn't even realize... But like, just like, you know, sometimes when you buy things, no, James, James, James Asprey actually says it's pretty good. He's like, if you do something, he's like, I've been vegan for five or six years. He was like, he has eaten animal products in that time, but he has done it unknowingly. Yeah. Like, and because, so he was like, if my, if, if I've unknowingly ate purchase non-vegan or, or purchased yeah. like non-vegan things, he still says I'm vegan because he didn't like your intentions are what matter most. Yeah. And I do agree with that a thousand percent. Yeah, because I think people just get too, like, narrow-minded on it, but it's, like, such oh, yeah. a... We have a dead cow in our living room. <laughs> no, it was, like, we were, right. like, pulling the tag off, and we're, like, wait, this is leather. Oh, <laughs> no. I almost received a gift bracelet from this company uh, this week, and then I went and was, like, looking at the product details and, like, one little clasp on it was leather, and I was like, "Nope, no, nope, we can't do this. Cut it off. We're done." Like, yeah. I'm like that with like people. Too. I'm like, okay, so like, how is it processed? So like, is it, are they using like phone charts? Like, what is it like? Yes, yes. Like that brownie recipe that I shared, they were like, "Is is the bleach? Is the is the flour unbleached? Like, is it is it vegan flour?" And I was like, "Yes, yes. <laughs> that I know. Yes, it is." Yes. I'm doing all right. I know, like, sugar sugar is one of those weird ones, too, where, like, you don't know if, like, yeah, how white, it is. white sugar, white refined sugar is typically not vegan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, who, like, that's, like, really extreme. Like, people, yeah. like, only the extreme, extreme people, like, maybe us right here, <laughs> like, would actually yeah. even care about that. Like, most yeah. people don't, like, most people are like, hey, I don't eat animals. I that's all it cruelty. is. Yeah. Like, I won't buy leather. That's cool. Like, that is, like, I think the majority of vegans and, yeah. and anyone else who's like trying to live above that is uh, more religious. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing about 
like flashing in every single caption, vegan, vegan, vegan. It's like, oh, well, here we go. Here comes all the trolls. But at the same time, I live in that. I believe in that lifestyle and I love it and I'm passionate about it. So I just need to get over myself. (laughs) (laughs) So what's, what's your plans for 2020? Plans for 2020. What are you doing? What What is like, got any, got any new upcoming things for the company or... Uh, yeah, for trips or anything. So growing iron culture, like I said, we're, we're getting into embroidery and I'm so excited. <laughs> um, got some really nice stuff coming out in just a few weeks, which should mean January. Um, we're stepping up production with that because we've like hired a photographer that we're working with. Mm-hmm. So I'm not shooting all of the items. Thank goodness. Cause that is really <laughs> There's going to be real models wearing the clothing. Yes, way better than me. Um, <laughs> no way. You model. are. Yeah, you about. are. <laughs> um, grow, yeah, just spending time growing Iron Culture. I do have a few trips, but I can't say them yet because some of them are secret trips. Um, yeah, you guys you guys will see them. Um, I'm excited. Uh, and then traveling more with Run Everything. I think we've got a few events that we're doing with them. Are you going to the Arnold again? I think so. I'm marked off. Like, I'm not – that. those days are completely clear. It's just if they are bringing athletes. Hmm. So we'll see if they do. Are, are you, you going to – are you going – huh? Are you guys going to the Arnold? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Shane always wants to. I'm like well, – oh. But I also have, like, four or five people that really want me to go so I can meet them. So I don't know. Me. Six people. <laughs> yeah, right. If you, were going, if you honestly said you were going right now, I'm like, we're going. Period. Like 2020, yeah. one of my top five goals is meet Kaylee in person. So yeah, want to meet you guys so bad. That should be 2020. You know, it's if they're bringing athletes, then I will be there. It just depends on if they are. I feel like I feel like the Olympia was huge for them. Like, so, the, like, I feel like they're, like, their own brand now, and they're, like, being sponsored by other people, and they need people to run their booth. Yeah, yeah, they so. do. Because they're, they're only there a few hours at the end of the day, those times. They're going to need athletes, and who's better than Kaylee? Zero. <laughs> no. 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 There is no other athlete who I want to see at their booth. I don't even want to see that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I just need to buy a plane ticket out and just come hang out with you guys. I really, really, really want to make a video with you guys on a day in the life of small C bar creators. Ooh, well, you yeah. know, be pretty boring to some C bars. I'll just be Opal. Hey. Being a boss. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so cute. I, mean, I feel like a plane ticket from where you are to where we are would be super cheap. What is it, Charlotte? Raleigh. Raleigh. Raleigh, okay. Charlotte's only two and a half hours, but I'm like, literally, like, it's only like, I think I looked it up before. It's like an hour and 10 minute flight. <laughs> I was going to go out and visit you. <laughs> you <just laughs> Training at Iron Culture Society is one of my, also one of I my know. goals. I so. know. Yes, yes. But what's like where you are? What is there stuff going on over there? No, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that's but that's okay. Yeah. I'll come yeah. Just, just for that. We're, we're 10 minutes out from the capital, but you know, lots of good food. That's kind of it. <laughs> Is there a lot of good food where you are? I'm trying to get you guys to make a peanut butter and jelly bar. No. Why? And jelly. Yes. Hmm. Jelly? Yes. Like jelly. To, re- to replace the, how would I even put jelly in there? <laughs> no, 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 no. It may not actually have jelly in it. You know, like the peanut butter and jelly protein from Run Everything? I've never tried it, but yes. 
I don't, so I don't actually use protein powder. Like I, yeah, bought, I yeah. I bought it a few times so I could post it for them. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally, that's why I do it. But I don't use protein powders. You will use yeah. it when you have it. Yeah, yeah. When if I buy, buy it, it, I'm just like, know. oh, yeah. I'll just take it. But I'm, I'm not like, I'm a protein powder. Big on it. I hate shakes. I don't think they're actually like sustainable. I rather digest real food, but. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah, we definitely have to play with that. So it just has to taste like jelly. Yeah, like just the essence what of kind it. of jelly? Like apricot jam, um, raspberry, raspberry grape. Raspberry jelly. Raspberry grape, yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I could probably do a peanut butter raspberry bar. See, see? But it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> that we actually could do because there's the raspberry we'll we have. I'll, We'll see. Well, maybe we'll we'll do something. We'll do one just. Uh, it'll be called the Kaylee. When we flipping, come back, Kaylee flipping bar. We'll call it flipping awesome bar. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. Well, I'll make it so it's like twenty five grams of protein. It could be like an athlete bar. Okay. I've been really wanting to do that for Bingo. myself, like so bad. I want to make like uh, like an athlete, like a like a chain bar, but like an athlete version and twenty five grams of protein. And it'd be like a little more expensive than the rest, but then it's like almost like a real meal. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, I think that you guys are on that cusp of it. I mean, I almost call it a meal bar sometimes because I use it as one. It used to be when it was like, it's before good. I changed the recipe and it was like 300 calories. I think, oh, it's, it's not. Like, it's now that. it's 220 calories. So it's like, people still eat it and they're like, wow, I'm so full. I'm like, yeah, because yeah. it's impact of fiber. But, but like calorically, it's low. But like the actual protein to fat and carb ratio is pretty good. It's amazing. No, no, it's amazing. I we definitely eat it as like I mean, you eat like I four. eat five bars every morning. I'll eat so. one as like a like breakfast, or even if I'm like busy with Opal for lunch, and I'm like set. Yeah, I eat probably one at least one every single day. Sometimes two, depending on like how on the go I am, or if I just want one, like the peanut butter coconut. <laughs> Get them while they're hot because they're gonna be gone one day. No, I cannot tell you how hype I am about those bars. Those are. <laughs> People literally like messages like, okay, so is it staying permanently because it's still here? I'm like, no, Shane just chose to buy ordered, more labels. So yeah, it's just going to run no, until no, maybe no, he's I'm just going to keep ordering them. Last time I just ordered a ton, but then we launched like, I think we just kept launching flavors. <laughs> we then, have so so then we had like, we got stuck. <laughs> we have so many right now. Now we're back on track. We got peppermint cocoa and there then you go. do something. And then peanut butter, coconut, run out, and then we'll have to make a new one. Maybe it'll be peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Maybe I'll play with that. I'll play with a recipe for that, see if it comes out good. People have actually, like, written that in our... Really? It'd be, it'd be, well, like, kids actually you can't bring, like, not allergies to school, but it would be a good kid. Some kids. Some schools you can. Mm. Only these little prissy kids can't bring. So, one last question that I personally need to know before we get off because we're running. I know. I'm like, we're running so long so that bad. your computer yeah. is running. Does Brad really love me? You? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel so. I feel so humbled in that. <laughs> he wrote. I lit. I, I look at it every day and I look at my computer. He says he loves me. Is it true? Is my question. It is so true. He really does. You would not believe every time he like sees that like I'm messaging you or like I got an order from you or you know we like I'm posting the bars he goes I just love them they're so great and I'm like yes I, I know. texted him on Thanksgiving I was like happy Thanksgiving you texted him you I mean no oh. I DM'd him I called DM and texted him for me I don't use text message even like we talk on DM all the time I know we do like yeah Brad I do too 
So I like messaged him. <laughs> He's probably the only person I actually messaged on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. That is so awesome. I, like, I, I just feel like you probably get a ton of messages. I was like, Brad Dean's a winner. <laughs> that poor guy. He's so just like, you always you always are getting notifications. You're so popular. I don't get any notifications. So he probably like made his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he never he's never on social media. I try to go on his page. He like posts once so a year. That's why I he does comment back to my comments and likes them, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like, is he like a troller? Like, he's on there, but he's not on there. No, kind of like <laughs> he's on there in the background, but he's not posting on there. Yeah, like, I wish he would post. I'm like, dude, you are so funny, but he just, he's like, what would I say? And I'm like, what you're thinking? <laughs> the whole concept to him is just, like, <laughs> wild. To have a business on social media it's hilarious how he's like, mm, social media, weird. And I'm like, no, get with it. Get on it. Like, this is our livelihood. Come on, be funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm like, just, just get on there. He will eventually, I think. Okay, we don't want to keep you too long because this has run long. But thank you so much for coming on. It's our first time almost kind of meeting, so I know. too much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is the best, seriously. I'm so hyped.